Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. And Kristen, a few months ago, we recorded a podcast about Michelle Obama Mm -hmm. and the duties of First Lady. Yes. And we talked about how, at the time, she had just planted a garden at the White House Mm -hmm. uh, to teach local kids about the importance of planting their own vegetables, organic foods, locally grown foods. And, you know, it seems like a pretty noble thing to do. But like most things, she's come under a lot of criticism for it. Right. Uh, I think people are a little angered at the fact that she is pushing organic foods during a recession when a lot of people are trying to cut their budgets. And the fact of the matter is organic food is often more expensive than run-of-the-mill normal food. Mm -hmm. There's a stat that I found in the Journal of Food Science that says that organic foods generally cost 10 to 40% more than regular food. So that could be putting a pinch pinch in the wallet. Yeah. So it's hard to know when you go to the grocery store, like, is it worth shelling out the additional, you know, buck or two Mm -hmm. or or is it okay just to stick with the regular stuff? So that's our topic for today. Are organic foods healthier? Right. And this is not, we're not really talking about the environmental impact of organics. Um, This is just having to do with sort of weighing the cost of if you're on a budget, are you doing yourself a disservice to not buy organic or is it okay to to buy non-organic foods if you really can't afford it? Yeah. So let's start off with uh, what exactly constitutes organic food according to the USDA. So the definition of organic food is not so much what it is, but what it isn't. Mm -hmm. It isn't food that's grown with any sort of uh, fertilizers like sewer sludge fertilizers or synthetic fertilizers, uh, no pesticides, no genetic engineering, no growth hormones, no antibiotics. And if you're buying organic meat like some hamburger, chicken, they have to, those animals have to be guaranteed some outdoor time so that, you know, their happiness radiates through the final food product. (laughs) Right through to the hamburger. Yeah. Delish. (laughs) Uh, And all of those restrictions, Molly, add up to 
higher cost in the grocery stores uh, with all, you know, they might have to pay more to say hand weed um, instead of just spraying a bunch of chemical pesticides that could kill the weeds with a lot less manpower. It's a lot more labor up front. Mm-hmm. But going back to this question of nutrition, the jury is still out on whether or not organic foods on the whole are actually more nutritious for us to eat. Some say yes, some say no. Well, the thing is, is that Organic foods become mega popular in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So the thinking is, is that if we're, if so many more people are eating this organic food, we should all be healthier, right? Right. Instead, the obesity rate has skyrocketed. I mean, clearly people are not, maybe not even eating vegetables to begin with. So there seems to be some evidence that as long as you're eating any kind of vegetable, that's good for you. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're just trading up your normal chocolate chip cookies for organic chocolate chip cookies, you're probably not doing yourself that much of a favor. No, it it seems to be, you know, bad. So Molly, let's dive right into 10 foods that you might want to think twice about buying just normal. You might want to shell out a little bit extra money for these and go organic. Yeah, because basically, you know, if you're okay with a few pesticides in your system, uh, there are some foods that absorb more of them than others. Mm -hmm. So there are some foods that even when they're grown in sort of a, you know, what we think is the non-organic pesticide way, uh, they're not as affected by the pesticides. Mm -hmm. My brother likes to say he's pro-pesticide when he decides not to buy organic. Is he a rabble rouser? He is. But anyway, these are the ones that pesticides really get into. Number 10 on our list is meat. Um, (laughs) Unless you're vegetarian, Molly. True. Or vegan. But I digress. Like you said, when you're talking about the certification, uh, USDA certification for organics, as organic meat cannot have any growth hormones or antibiotics or any unnatural substances like that that were used to plump up whatever, whatever animal, cow, chicken, pig, what, what have you. And that could be good for us when, if we happen to eat the meat, because, um, eating meat with antibiotics could create uh, antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria that could be very harmful for us down the road. Yeah. And we also, when we buy organic meat, we show that we care what those animals were fed during their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And basically, the label ensures that the animals themselves didn't eat anything that might have had fertilizers or pesticides. They were fed grain that, um, you know, was pure. And so they don't have the chance of having disease inside of them before they're killed to become inside of us. The circle of life. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, sorry, circle of life. Right. And along those same lines, uh, one thing also to look out for and to consider buying organic or dairy products, because these products are coming from these same animals. And if they were raised with the growth hormones, antibiotics, etc., it could easily get passed along through their milk, their eggs and all of that. And this, you know, if you're committed to buying these dairy products, you have to look sort of at the products that come from those dairy products. So if you Mm -hmm. buy yogurt, ice cream, butter, cheese, if you're really committed to staying away from non-organic milk products, you've got to investigate those as well. Mm -hmm. And among those, we've got eggs. Yes. Eggs is number eight on our list of things to to possibly buy organic because this all goes back to um, pesticides and chickens going to eggs getting inside of our bodies. And one interesting thing, Molly, uh, is the question of whether or not white eggs are healthier than brown eggs. And there is no difference. No, the color of the egg simply depends on the breed of the chicken. But all of these things, the dairy products, the meat, the eggs, also uh, they think, you know, I wasn't just joking when I said that the animals are happy before they die. The thinking is, is that a happy chicken that maybe has some room to walk around 
is going to lay a better egg. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever tasted like a free range egg and you really can taste the difference, then the thinking is, is that the time they spend outside just goes straight into the happy egg. And goes into our happy breakfast. Exactly. And speaking of breakfast, you might want to watch out for coffee as well, because coffee uh, can be sprayed down with all of these pesticides and then pesticides get into our, our morning cup of joe. Yeah. So that's a bad one. And as a special little bonus, Kristen, if you buy organic coffee, likely it's it's fair trade, which means that the people who made it were compensated fairly. But that's, you know, we're trying to focus more on the health. So we'll get away from the social and environmental issues of that. But still, you know, you're treating yourself better. And then hopefully by buying fair trade organic coffee, you're treating other people better as well. And um, Molly, next on the list, it's kind of sad because right now we're in Atlanta, Georgia, and... Our state fruit, as many people know, is the peach. Mm-hmm. And the Environmental Working Group lists the peach as the number one fruit with the highest concentration of pesticides. I mean, it makes sense. Very thin skin. Very thin skin. And that's the thing that you want to think about when uh, you're questioning whether or not to buy organic fruit is, A, are you going to eat the skin as mm-hmm. with a peach and an apple many times? Or can you not peel the skin off with grapes and strawberries. Yeah. So those kind of fruits with the thin skins, with the skins that you're going to eat, uh, you're probably not going to be able to scrub off all of the pesticides and waxes that are that are used on the fruit. So you might want to think about buying organic with those. Yeah. Especially because with the peach, most of the nutritional value is in the skin. Mm-hmm. And if you're buying juices that are made with fruits from with skins, you've got to kind of look for the label there too. So organic grape juice is probably a safe bet for kids because uh, the skins of the grapes, you know, so thin. Mm-hmm. And so you'll so have... Juicy. <laughs> so juicy. So you'll have fewer pesticides leaking then into the juice and into your little, little tot's body. And speaking of tot's... <laughs> Tater tots, potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes are worth the extra organic dough. Um, cause these are getting a double dose of poison, Molly. It sounds sinister. Cause you have to spray pesticides on the vines, potato vines above the ground. And then the soil gets a dose of fungicide to prevent disease from the tubers that we then eat. And I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that fungicide is all bad. I mean, without fungicide, we would have had another potato blight like right. they had in potato famine in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there's no good organic to combat uh, a fungicide. So that means that the price of organic potatoes is worth that if you don't want fungicide in your, mm-hmm. in your potato. But according to the Environmental Working Group, sweet potatoes do rank a little bit lower on the pesticide scale than uh, normal white potatoes that we think of. So if you are trying to scrimp and pinch and save, maybe maybe go for the sweet potato okay. and, and rest a little easier with that. Um, Kristen, do you like fajitas? Fajitas? Oh, CC, senor. <laughs> Eat <laughs> Um. I love fajitas because I love red and green peppers. Right. But Molly, going back to that fruit thing that we were just talking about, peppers have such thin skins and you're not going to peel those peppers before you eat them. No. Do you want to know some other vegetables that have a high level pesticide residue? Shoot. Celery. 
Mm-hmm. Green beans mm-hmm. and tomatoes. Yeah, I would bank on tomatoes because going back, it's got that that thin skin, and I have never tried to peel a tomato, and I hope that I never have to. So once again, like with the fruits and with the vegetables, it's going back to this common theme of uh, which skins can you either peel off or which skins are going to be thicker to resist uh, the pesticides or any, whatever harsh chemicals from seeping into the inside of the fruit or vegetable. Mm-hmm. Which leads us into the next one, which is something that doesn't even have a skin. You eat it straight off, you know, the ground. Mm-hmm. Straight off the plant. Yeah, which is why you should probably buy this organic leafy greens. Leafy greens. Spinach. Just, I was so disappointed with that because I love spinach and spinach has the highest number of pesticides of any vegetable tested in the environmental working group study on organics. Yeah, organic growers would grow spinach by using traps, non-toxic repellents, and mesh nets. So it's very, very carefully cared for spinach if you buy it organic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to almost round out this list, uh, we were talking earlier about watching out for what goes into fruit juices that you're giving your kids because, you know, you want to give your kids the best. And uh, furthermore, you also want to treat your babies right with the food you're giving them. So... Organic baby food might be a good option to splurge on because a lot of that is just mashed up fruits and vegetables, which babies love to eat. And we want to make sure that the fruits and vegetables being all smashed and mashed are not full of little smashed and mashed up pesticides. Yeah, particularly because adults who are fully grown, they can handle little pesticides. But babies are so tiny. and they have tiny brains. Brains aren't developed. And when they eat some pesticides, it affects them more more harshly. Although, I mean, I turned out fine. And you were full of pesticides? Probably. Um, well, now that we've gone over, eliminated like all of my grocery lists, and now that I'm going to have to spend $5,000 on uh, dinner tomorrow, uh, let's talk about 10 foods that are A-OK to just buy normally. Let's just go through them right quick. Okay. In alphabetical order, we got asparagus and avocado, two things that I love. Yeah, guacamole, because you, you know... Get down into that skin pretty deep. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And you got the good fats. Good to go. Bananas. Up, bananas. Because they've got a peel. Skin. Yeah, you can peel off that skin. There you go. Broccoli, cabbage, which is kind of surprising because we heard about the, the leafy greens, which are bad. But maybe because cabbage is so much thicker, if you think about the comparison between a cabbage leaf and spinach leaf. Can it's make a world sense. of difference. World of difference. Kiwi, mm. the most adorable named fruit. Perfectly fine. Mango, also adorably named. Adorable and delicious. We have onions, papaya, and pineapple. Yeah, and all of the, I mean, pineapple, nothing's getting through that skin. Oh, no. Not even, like, my dull kitchen knife Yeah, I'm not getting into there sometimes. So those foods, you know, don't need to really splurge for the organic version. But if you do have a particular favorite, like, let's say all you eat is pineapple, then maybe you do want to buy the organic because the last item on these 10 foods you should buy organic list was your favorite. Right, Molly. The the one thing I will say, the one thing that I buy consistently that is organic is the oatmeal that I eat in the morning. I eat it every morning for breakfast, Monday through Friday, whenever I get into work. It's kind of depressing to eat your breakfast in a cubicle, but that's okay. At least it's organic because yeah. I'm eating it every day and... It's a little bit better for me. So therefore, it's worth the splurge to you. Yeah, I mean, and and it's not too much. It's just oatmeal. It's not like the difference between buying, say, regular and organic steak. Just a few cents more. But I think that, you know, to go back to an earlier point we made, Kristen, is if you're trying to make your grocery list and now you feel disheartened because so many delicious foods we need to buy organic, 
the most important thing is that you do eat vegetables, that you do eat things that are sort of found around the borders of a grocery store, mm-hmm. um, you know, like unprocessed foods as opposed to the stuff that's in the middle that, you know, is all loaded up with preservatives and other weird, we don't even know sort of things. We don't know where they came from. Right. And maybe before you start questioning whether or not you should buy organic or non-organic, you should start looking at that grocery list, like you said, and start figuring out ways to uh, add more, pump in more fruits and vegetables, whether they be canned, frozen, fresh, and and get healthier in general. Because like we said, I mean, uh, is an organic chocolate chip cookie that much better for you than a normal chocolate chip cookie? No. If you eat a package of them, probably not. No. But we endorse vegetables. Vegetables and fruit. So there we go. Now I know, accomplished. Yeah, now I know what to do when I go in the grocery store and I don't have to blow my budget out of eco-guilt. Sounds good. If you want to learn more about organic food, you can head on over to HowStuffWorks.com. Yeah, there's a great article uh, that might strike you as familiar when you see it called 10 Foods That You Should Buy Organic by Martha Barksdale. And if you have any questions or comments or just want to chit-chat... <laughs> Feel free to send me and Molly a line at momstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Want more How Stuff Works? Check out our blogs on the howstuffworks.com homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.